Welcome back to Dawson Dudes. Tonight we discuss a season one, episode 12, Beauty Contest. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. I'm John. We're the Dawson Dudes. I love this episode. All the feels. Almost cried a couple of times. Oh. No lie. Really? <laughs> yeah, there were some real uh, good moments there. Eh. You didn't like it? You're a man on this episode? I like this episode. Why not? You don't like this episode? What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't care for it, man. This is so Doss's Creek. Like, this is like, this is what it's all about right now. <laughs> it's going to be a good episode tonight, listeners. Everybody excited? We, we got to get into this. I'm furious. I love Everything that Pacey's doing in this episode. Yep. Everything. Pacey is so good in this episode. Batting a thousand. Yeah. Joey. Katie Holmes is doing just really great stuff here. Man, I'm surprised, Chad. I thought you were going to like this one. You know, I think it has a lot to do with, um, I really need to be watching these twice. Like, I need to watch it once and take and then take notes or vice versa because in all honesty here and uh, i apologize to our listeners i kind of had to cram on this one and uh, watch it real fast before the recording session started and take copious notes yeah didn't get the feels from it i don't know if that's why or maybe i'm just uh well how about this hmm. would you be open to as we're going through it to consider all of our points and perhaps come to a different conclusion by the time we get to the end of the episode isn't that what we do every week i want you to watch it again without taking notes just to enjoy the episode and then in the, on our next episode see if you have your, your feelings change for it and i'm saying if they haven't adios two dudes <laughs> are the dawson dudes now <laughs> i say you watch it until you love it because <laughs> this is so good this episode is so good all right let's get into the uh, cold open here let's do it Cold open's real short, right? Anybody else notice that? The music is rolling over the commentary like in like the first 25, yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. seconds. Like the soft roll, like, oh, all, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. all right, let's like, wrap it up, wrap it up. Yeah, Dawson's watching Bugs fucking, and then he starts talking about like instinct. And as soon as he starts talking about that, like they're talking, like Katie Holmes starts ranting about like uh, the media portraying like what you're supposed to be attracted to. And then sure. they kind of have that that bit. And that's kind of a, you know, a boilerplate. The media sells you. Uh, lies and shit like that. Fake news. Also, yes. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> yes, g- giggle it up. This is also the second episode in a row to feature uh, uh, bugs fucking. Yeah, I, I think not it's in a like, row. Almost like comment commentary. Isn't it? Isn't a row? It is in a row. You're right. It is in a row. Yeah. Well, snails a row. Are, are. I think it's like are sea snails bugs. Oh, they're not fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's i think commentary on how like you can't like talk about sex in high school so without right. it being about like insects or aids in the 90s it was like you could do it in the con- in the context of uh uh like std prevention abstinence right the only well it's, I mean, you could still get an STI even from abstinence. Like your balls are up against, like up against a bench in the yeah, gym locker a, room or something. That's, you end up that with is, HPV. That's a really difficult way to get uh, an STD or STI. We have to. already had an episode where Pacey was at least uh, doing something sexual in the bathroom. So How, How'd you get HPV? I was jacking off in the locker room. <laughs> I, I dragged my balls along the benches. <laughs> Though I just read an article that said, you have HPV. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just like, if you've had sex within the last 10 years, you have HPV. So in this scene, there's like, he's talking about how 
attraction is just instinct. Mm-hmm. And Katie Holmes does a lot of great acting without any without speaking, without any lines. Like Yeah, she does that classic Katie Holmes face at the end there where she's like looking Right, away. yeah. Oh. It's just yeah. so good. Like she could like emote so well without having to have any lines. Yeah, she does a lot of really subtle stuff in this episode. I was um not that we hadn't seen her do anything like that before, but it uh, came in abundance. Really liked it. Since, you know, they're talking about uh, sex, you know, there's a little bit of fuck energy in this uh, cold open. Oh, uh, yeah. This whole episode. Should Between be- a lot of different people. Yeah. Which is nice to see. It's, you know, you spread it around. In this first scene, I'm a little I'm a little confused when this first scene came up. When the, uh, the Miss Windjammer thing? Well... I thought Jed was like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah, hence some of my problems with this episode. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Clearly there's some tension between the two of them. Yeah, and... Joey and Jen? No, no Joey Dawson, Dawson. And, Dawson da- and Jed. Dawson and Jen, sorry. Yeah, because yeah. Dawson says the weirdest fucking thing to Pacey when he's like, hey, you look good. I don't know. It's when he's like talking to her about why she should enter the contest, and Pacey's like, so uh, you're trying to say weird shit to win her back now, huh? He's like, I think I'm over it. I'm just, this is just a thing I do now. Well, Pacey calls it backhanded insults disguised as compliments. Yeah, it's, it like, it has the flavor of what's supposed to be banter, but it's just like Dawson kind of being shitty and not that funny. And like Jen just like not having any of it. Well, after the, uh, after the fucking uh, Ferris wheel debacle of uh, the week previous, I imagine she doesn't have... Yeah, but why did she come out to lunch? Where else is she gonna eat? Like, by herself? Yeah, or with Grams. Or Gramps. Ugh. Stench of death. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I do like how they've, uh, they've, uh, illustrated that it's, like, it's seriously fall now, you know, like, the summer season's ended, everyone's wearing sweaters, it's cold outside. Oh, yeah. It's cold outside. Everybody's got their pea coat on. Joey drops it. Uh, Joey drops the uh, knowledge that uh, when the tourists leave, so do the tips. Hey, uh, so you guys like Eve Six? I like Eve Six. You do like Eve Six? I do. I had this album. The song's called Small that's, Town Trap. It's <laughs> actually funny. I was I was gonna ask what what ba- what is this? Yeah, I not, didn't know. It's I, not lit. I didn't know it was Eve Six. Yeah, uh, I didn't. to be honest, I only um, know I was that. Like, um, what that shitty band? Like. I thought it was just like generic shitty 90s band but nah it's on that same um it's on that same album with uh inside out and that song that's the theme from can't hardly wait i hate that song inside out i would swallow swallow my pride pride. i would choke on the ride swallow my doubt turn it inside out find nothing but faith in nothing wanna put my tender heart in a blender watch it spin around to a beautiful oblivion rendezvous then i'm through with you yeah. And it's, he just sounds so goddamn pleased with himself. Like, huh? it's a good, song. good lyrics, right? Uh, there's another song. What's the driving song on that album? It's called "Open Road Song." It's the theme yeah, from. Yeah, uh, I like. It's the it's the song that's the play. This the theme music in "Can't Hardly Wait." Uh, wait I like that song. Is this Eve? Is are you guys? Is this Eve Six still? Yeah. Th- yeah. Tis. Oh, I like that song. What did you say to me? Tis. 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 Oh, I don't tis. But um. uh. So we go to the scene where Jen, for what has to be the 500th time. <laughs> we should be friends. Joey, can we be friends? <laughs> like, just give it up, Fucking Jen. This shit, is man. some but desperate at least she, shit. <laughs> but at least she kind of says what everybody's thinking. It's like, all right, look. Fucking, I'm not dating Dawson anymore. Let's, that shit's over. Can we just 
you're the only other person around here. Can we just be friends, please? And Shoei's like, mm, no, still no. I just don't like you. And then reluctantly goes, fine. <laughs> which is a, which that's ballsy. Where it's just like, I guess so. We don't have to wash their hair, wash each other's hair, or do each other's nails, do we? <sighs> fine. I guess we'll spend time together. Well, Jen's just like, no, you don't know how to do any of that shit. Stay away from me with that fucking pig pen. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on it, uh, maybe this conversation is the reason that uh, Jen came out for lunch, because she knew that uh, she would be able to talk to Joey. Nah, she really, there's really nothing else to do. It could be both. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Happening at the same time. Dude, I'm going to cry thinking about that scene. (laughs) It's such a good movie. Fuck people. The, the, The whole, like backlash on Forrest Gump in yeah. the last like five to ten years fuck that that's a good movie everybody you think you're cool because you don't like Forrest Gump because you thought it was like a little maudlin you know kind of sappy maybe a tad melodramatic go fuck yourself Pacey's a big Patriots guy apparently yeah, yeah I mean well I mean it is you know Stri- strike one Pacey strike one hey you're, man you're not my fr- and this is like this is like New Tom Brady who gives a shit who gives a shit about the Patriots in the late nineties. People from New England. Uh, he seems like the kind of guy who would have like uh like uh racy sports illustrated ladies in his locker instead though, you know, because like the Tyra Banks cover? Well he doesn't seem like a sports guy. At all. Yeah. It it is it is like sort of a weird thing. It just seems like it got hung like the art department was just like, I mean one more thing that uh what uh, what screams uh, Eastern Seaboard? Uh Patriots, yeah. great. We get a little hint of Pacey's home life and yeah, his we... relationship with his dad. This is, like, really sad. It's <laughs> just like, hey, anytime you want to emancipate, get the fuck out. I'll sign anything. <laughs> sign it. Jesus. But it is kind of nice seeing that, like, hey, there's some, like, uh, repercussions in life here. Because for the first time ever, we're acknowledge- it's acknowledging, like, hey, remember when you fucking ditched school and ran off to a different a bar in, like, a town six hours away? Someone realized, even if it was, like, Pacey's parents who hated him. Dawson's parents don't even know he was gone. They were... They were in the middle of their own shit. But it also seems like this kind of shit happened. Like, he gets in a fight with his dad a lot. And yeah. Dawson, Dawson's always like, hey, man, you could you could stay in my house or for a few days. It's obvious that it happens a lot because if it only ha- like, if this was a rare occasion, then Dawson would probably be more like, oh, man, he's just, uh, he's just angry. He'll get over it. But if it's like, if it's to the point where like, yeah, you can crash with me if you have to. It's like, this is, this is a uh, regular occurrence. And, um... I think Pacey slash Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson do a pretty darn good job of like underplaying it where it's like, it's not, he, it's not like a punch in the gut, but it's also not like, Oh, well, my dad's mad at me. Like it's obvious that he's, that it, it bothers it, him, it but him. it's just something he's dealt with for a long time. Yeah. Push it down to he, a tumor, Pacey. He does walk away from his locker though. And just like unlocked. But it there are no books in there, so it's that's like, how people like, that's how people stuff drugs in your locker, and then you get in trouble for it. When I was in the eighth grade, someone uh, wrote my locker combination on my locker. <laughs> how did they know your combo? I have no idea, and they got one number wrong, but it was close. To, but it was just one off, so you uh-huh. could still open it because they were because oh, like, gar- they were crappy lockers. It was like right next to the other number. Yeah, it was something. like thirteen twenty six fourteen or something like that, yeah. and it was thirteen twenty six fifteen. So did you? Did you use that locker at all that year? No, I carried every book in my backpack every day. Jeez. Yeah, man. That's why I have the strongest back of anyone you've ever met. <laughs> like, like a fucking Sherpa. <laughs> to, to this day, I will get you to the summit and then die there. Uh, just throw it on Chris Groh's back. <laughs> Joey and Jen in the cafeteria where uh, 
Jen again is just having that same goddamn discussion with Joey where just Yeah, you're really pretty. No homo. And fi- like finally we get like I-, I can't remember if it happened in the last scene or if it's in this one. We finally get Joey declaring that she's not pretty. And it's so sad. It's ridiculous. She's like, she's like, Jen, listen, it makes me uncomfortable because I know I'm not pretty. Like, it's so sad because all these fucking assholes in this town cannot recognize how beautiful she is, except for Jen. Capeside must be a, a town of uh, just really short women because uh, I had to look this up. Katie Holmes, 5'9". Not that fucking tall for a girl, you know? That is tall for a girl. That is not that tall for a girl. There's that one football player who was like 5'6". Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, true. yeah. Grant. Grant. Uh, in this line, Jen tries to talk Joey into signing up for the Windjammer pageant. Come on, do it. Yeah, and she she says, uh, one night of your life for five thousand dollars. <laughs> she sounds like a, like a real pimp right now. No, it's 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 a low rent high school version of indecent proposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One night of your life, and it's five thousand. I'll give you five grand to have sex with Dawson. <laughs> and also, yeah, no, five thousand dollars did not go far back then either. Joey and Jen. Uh, go to sign up Joey for the Wind Miss Windjammer pageant, and we see uh, Pacey is has decided to sign up, and he pulls the old uh, Air Bud uh, argument. Show me where in the rule books it says I can't be in the pageant. The that guy who um, demanded to be hired at Hooters in the early to mid nineties. I don't remember that one. Yeah, there's an, episode some, King, there's an episode of King of the Hill about that too. Some numbnut in I think Atlanta. Yeah, did the, did the whole thing. The, you know, this is some early, uh, this is back when, like, men's rights activism was just a couple of dum-dums, like, doing <laughs> shit like this. And then, like, big smile on their face while he's wearing his fucking uh, Hooters leggings, and then they tell him to take a hike. This isn't, this isn't, like, make fun of every fat girl you see on the internet. It was a time where people were starting to, you know, go against, uh gender roles because i remember a lot of like girls like like dawson says we're trying to play football at this time sure yeah although he calls it boys fo- he calls it boys football as in as if there's a girls football at cape side high <laughs> i forgot to comment on this earlier when they're talking like the reason dawson is there for the miss windjammer pageant is that for whatever reason they're letting him cover it for the tv station well his mom is uh one of the judges. Yeah, but aren't there, like, we've been to the TV station. They have a whole editing bay and all this kind of professional shit going on. Why are they hiring this kid to do it? Or, like, volunteer houring this kid to do it? I think it's just because he's free. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have to pay him. And, like, Dawson is super stoked on this Pacey joining the pageant story. Yeah, he's That's... making it about him. Yeah, he thinks this is going to be his, like, Pulitzer Prize winning. Right. <laughs> Pulitzer Prize for best local uh, beauty pageant reportage. Yeah, he's super stoked. When Dawson comes upon Joey and Jen registering for the pageant, I like started to cringe so far before we got to like the scene where Dawson's like, Joey, you're going to register for the pageant. He's like, oh, oh, this is not going to be good. What? Like you were anticipating how shitty Dawson was going to be about it? Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, this is everything Joey is against. That is true. This is everything Joey hates about Cape Side. It's blue. It's blue blood. It's you know. You know she's a feminist. This is everything she doesn't like. It is shocking for Dawson to be like, "You're gonna join the pageant." This is like 
we've been making fun of this shit for 15 years. Sure. And then all of a sudden you're joining. We get to the next scene where all the pageant girls are queuing up and Pacey and the queen of the pageants, uh, Hannah, comes in. Hannah Von Wesson. The Von is how you know she's classy. The Von Wesson. What are you, a baroness or some shit? She looks famous, right? I had to like stop watching the episode and look up who who she was. Who is she? Nobody, right? Yeah, no, she did. She She's worked. No offense, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's just, she's actually like very attractive. Yeah, pretty compared, late. C- compared to most, like, extras in Dawson's Creek. Yeah, she's, uh, she's uh, blue blood. we got to make her uh, pretty or old. You get Pacey and her going at it at each other. and uh, Her talking all proper talk and him talking all Pacey talk. And this is just, like, this is classic Pacey. He just, like, holds his own against, like, bullies, you know? Yeah, for sure. And uh, you can kind of feel a little sexual tension between them, too. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. John, did you catch that? Meh, smidge. As, as long as you caught a little bit. As long as you caught that it was there. I'm satisfied. I mean, I feel like Pacey's trying to throw the sexual tension on with every woman he's in the room with at this point, because... Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if we look at, like, who Pacey shares screen time with, if it's a woman, he's trying to, like, make it kind of dirty. Yeah, he, he's huh. smart. <laughs> Yeah. He he learned from Billy it's a numbers game. He says that this five thousand dollar prize will get him like will get him one of like the nice condos in downtown Cape Side. Right. A loft. Yeah, like <laughs> how cheap like for what, a month? Hey, Hold uh up. they said the the apartment in the slums of Cape Side was two fifty a month. First and last. Oh, and also the uh, all the tourists are gone, so it's probably um it's probably winter prices. Oh also an alternate an alternate idea. Pacey doesn't know about how much home stuff costs. In the next scene, it's uh, Jen has taken Joey on as her beauty pageant client and is teaching her how to walk in heels with a book on her head. She should have had Pacey do that shit. Pacey can balance books on his head. We've seen him do it. The, um, Jen brings it up later, maybe in this scene. What Pacey's book balancing lacked was grace, and that is one of the components of um, a successful beauty pageant walk. Uh, true, true. He was very, I mean, like, was it balanced on his head? You're goddamn right it was balanced on his head. Was it artfully balanced? No, it was not. But uh, here, Joey finally asks Jen's like, hey, look, what the fuck? Why do you want to be friends with me? Why are we doing this shit? <laughs> yeah, I haven't been nice to you, like, ever. <laughs> so what's going on here? You gonna murder me? <laughs> You're the only girl. I've never been friends with girls. You're the only girl I know. And it, it, it all uh, it becomes a little clearer as to why generally wants his friendship to work but that's not a reason to be friends with yeah i i want you to be my friend because you like me not because you don't like everybody else i don't know don't you have friends where like what you bonded on originally was like all the shit you disliked together and i i mean i like that's kind uh, of a high school thing but not so much hate of hatred of other people I don't think I ever bonded over like, hey, I hate all these people. You hate all these people. Joey's reply was, oh, yeah, I hate all those people. And I hate you. I I don't like you. Right. But we're going to be friends. (laughs) Jen just is just willing this like friendship to happen. Yeah, man. It's like and uh, it's going to get even more complicated. It's it's a weird kind of magic where just all of a sudden it's like, wait. Are we friends now? Shit. <laughs> Listen, I don't like you, and you don't like me. I, I like you. you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right? <laughs> What's that uh, from? Uh, it's the it's Simpsons. The Simpsons. <laughs> Everything's from The Simpsons. <laughs> so the next scene, uh, Pacey is 
working on his talents for the show, which is this like a Sinatra number or something? Or with, uh... yeah, strike two, strike two in this episode, basically. It's the second to worst singing scene in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's 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 wait till we get there. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I don't like the Sinatra pick. What are you doing? Uh, I don't think uh, Mitch likes it either. <laughs> <laughs> in his one, in his soul scene in this episode, right? Yeah, it's just like, uh, can you come in sucks. and disapprove of this? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, why did Pacey even start with this? What do you mean, singing? Yeah. I think it's just like he doesn't have any other talents. It's like mildly showman. Could be could be worse. If if you're gonna do this thing, just fucking like go for broke from the get go. No, man, that's not Pacey's style. He half asses everything. That's true. That's his style. Hashtag yeah. Chris is Pacey. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Hey, I didn't come up with that hashtag. That's true. One of the most accurate things I've ever seen on the internet. <laughs> Even more and more accurate every day, except uh, this uh, Frank Sinatra nonsense. We see Joey and Jen staring out the window at Dawson's house. And this is just like goes, uh, is, what is it called, Chris? The Beckman test? The Bechtel test? Bechtel test. It's it's one, there have to be two two female characters that, uh, two female characters that are named, and they have to have a conversation with one another about something other than a man. I don't think it no, ever happens it ha- in It hasn't yet. Because uh, they're always talking about Dawson, these yeah. two. This scene is weird too because we discussed this previously, where it's like, well, I guess I guess Jen's back and wants to be friends again. Uh, she's got fucking Dawson like on the hook a little bit here because she's Joey says, "So uh, what's going on with you guys?" She's like, "Oh, we're figuring things out." She, then she says the shittiest thing ever. It's like, you know, we've got time. Meaning. That bitch ain't going nowhere. I'll, 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 I'll get him back when I need him, too. <laughs> I can take my sweet-ass time over here. <laughs> if you, I'm Jen. He's not going anywhere. Well, I mean, don't show all your fucking cards if that, if like, that you don't want her to know that. Like, after after his, like, shit on that uh, Ferris wheel, is like, dude, I, like, I can twiddle my thumbs for a semester. Yeah, he... he... <sighs> Yeah. That's what you get for being vulnerable, stupid. Don't ever show anyone your insides. <laughs> uh, your boy's fucked. <laughs> you dumb dumb. You hurt you. you threw that out like a life raft, but look what happened. Man, man sometimes you just got to do that boombox, you know? You got to put that boombox over your head and Right, but like it, sometimes the, it works and sometimes it fails. But the the thing with the boombox is it's like it the um Peter Gabriel's doing all the work for you. It was all the fucking babble on the uh Ferris wheels like I think uh do you think maybe uh the reason you're here is cuz this and this? Wait, don't answer that cuz it's not. You don't want to take me, do you? Shit. And then Chad asked Joey, "What's her deal with Dawson?" and she's like, "Same shit, man. Been fuck with this motherfucker for 50 years. He still hasn't recognized me. It's never going to happen." Yeah. Welcome to Stalemate Town. Yeah, I'm just a gawky little girl with bed aids on her knee. Some tall bitch. But when Jen finally does say, she's like, look, stop saying you're not attractive, Joey. Like, it was my biggest fear the whole time with Dawson that he was finally going to, like, wise up. Be like, yeah, Joey's hot. Then we get Pacey and Dawson talking about um, <clears throat> Dawson. No. No. <laughs> and uh, Pacey says, oh, finally, you recognize that there's something between you and Joey. And Dawson still. Yeah, he's trying still, to ignore it. 
was like, no, there's nothing romantic between us. We're, I, I see her as a sister. It'd be incestuous if uh, anything happened. What the fuck is going on between the two of them where Dawson's like, yeah, like, what's up? I kind of miss her when she's not around. Like, where's she been? Where? What? She's been ignoring him because after she he did that, that shit, where like, oh, you're gonna sign up for the beauty pageant? It's a joke, right? Yeah, it's been like six. It's been like six hours since that happened. Yeah, but that's shitty. Like, obviously, <laughs> like obviously, of everyone in Massachusetts, like Joey is the one that you least want to be like. You want to sign up for a beauty pageant? Like, she spent the first twenty minutes of this fucking episode having Jen be like, "No, do it. No, do it. No, do it." And then she finally is like. Okay, and the dude she ultimately like wants this to work for is just like, what the fuck? Not you, Ugo. Also, this could be a few days later. We don't know. Yeah, who knows? Continuity. Yeah, who knows? When they're talking about whether or not he's like, it's like, wait, so you don't you now you think you're not into Joey anymore? And he said, he's no, yeah, it's like incestuous. It's like, so wait, you don't want her, but you don't want anyone else to have her either. And classic Dawson. Uh, classic a lot of people. Oh well, yeah, classic everybody, but it just it it sticks out as classic Dawson specifically just because we've hung out with yeah, Dawson. Yeah, it's a little, uh, you know, you're, uh, put you in my back pocket for, uh, when I'm really yeah. desperate and lonely. You're my bullpen, neighbor. <laughs> yeah, everybody's practicing and stretching <laughs> before the, before the pageant for some reason. <laughs> well, dude, like, you wanna, you've, you've had however long this has been to get your shit together and it's like you don't want to be on the nightgown um, portion, just like rolling an ankle or uh, coming up lame. Uh it's not nightgown; it's evening wear. Evening gown? No, because Pacey doesn't wear a gown. Oh, and a, and a nightgown would be something you would go to sleep in. <laughs> be like you go to sleep in, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Doss is doing these pre-interviews. I don't know what for. Why? Why he's doing pre-interviews? That um, is weird. But this first girl oh, is like. God. <laughs> <laughs> I want to work with children or like, let's just say mentally. She says children with disabilities, you know, kids who are crippled or retarded. Or Thank maybe you. be a model and actress because people say I'm pretty. And, uh, it's like, <laughs> and then this, uh, Roberta Crump sits down. Uh, okay. I was like, I was, she's like, I was, I'm a high, I'm a high school senior at, uh, Cape side. Uh, Bullshit. <laughs> this, this lady's 35 years old. <laughs> this girl in night school trying to finish her senior year now. She looks like somebody's mom. Teacher. She looks like a, like a high school music teacher. She looks like she dropped Dawson off at school. Yeah. And she's like, I got to go uh, do a pre-interview with a child for a, uh, you got a PTA. I got a PTA meeting after this. Yeah. Got, uh, I got to go to the football game, sell pretzels, and then I got to do this. Uh... But uh, she's got... Uh, you know, for being a thirty-five-year-old, she's got it. It's got it happening. She's um about to go to Juilliard, but she'll be doing it a year later because she's going to join the Peace Corps for a year. Yeah, take a gap year. We have a little interaction between um Pacey and Hannah. Pacey's practicing some magic. <laughs> he's uh he's uh dropped the singing uh. Singing wasn't his talent. Good call. He's going to do call. some magic. Hey, you know what? I am always impressed by sleight of hand magic. I don't care. It's good. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know when you go to, like, um, I think it's, like, Irvine Spectrum or somewhere where they have one of those, like, magic shores? If you go in and, like, or, like, Disneyland, they have a magic shop, too, where they'll just, like, demo some magic tricks for you. Always amazed. Always amazed. 
Right, yeah. I don't like the pressure. It's like, he's, like he's not showing me the magic because he wanted to impress me. He's just like, hey, buy some magic, asshole. Well, yeah, then when he turns around to get the kit to sell it to you, you just walk out. <laughs> you, throw, Ma- you throw the ninja... Uh, Mag- uh, Magic's one down. of those weird things where, like, it's impressive to see, but nobody who does it you're never impressed by the person. Well, yeah, no, there's <laughs> like, nobody who's just like, like, you know who I want to fuck? A magician. Next we see Joey sitting down um, with Dawson, and she's not happy to see Dawson. She's not happy to be there at all. She's got that wide stance sitting position, arms, like, uh, crossed. Slash forward. Yeah, like, real aggressive. Like some shithead on the subway. Like, if you say something, I'm going to fuck you up right now, Dawson. I'm going to give you one chance to make up for your mistake. <laughs> Now I'm gonna and I'm gonna base every answer you ask me off of. Uh, well, I'm mad at you. So what do you see yourself in five years? Get the fuck away from you. But that, but the, her response of like I'm gonna get the hell out of here kind of does reveal a lot about her. It's like I want to go do a dig in Indonesia. Here's a list of. Well, where, where are you gonna go? Africa. Hey, I hear it's cool. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Scary as shit. It's fucking hot. The country you're in might not be named the country you're in by the time you leave it. There's all these, like, children with guns. All hopped up on drugs and shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's really uh, aggressive here. Don't play. Don't play with Joey right now. This whole scene is, but, again, to illustrate that, like, uh, hey, Dawson, everything changes. Things are changing. Which is just fucking tired Joey commentary. Like That's, like, every scene she's in, she says this shit. No, but on this one, she she's realizing it. That it's true that she she's realizing it for herself at the same time as she's saying it to Dawson. But it, it's to illustrate to us that like the reason why Dawson can't see that Joey is pretty is because he's afraid of change, and like he knows if he recognizes Joey's beauty, everything changes. And Dawson has Peter Pan syndrome. He wants to stay kids forever. He doesn't want anything to change. He hasn't even thought like the thought of like. Her leaving to go to college or he leaving to go to college hasn't even crossed his mind. It's the reason he... Well, I thought that's just because he's selfish and dumb. No, it's it's this is the reason. He cannot see that she's beautiful because that would mean things would completely change. And he is so afraid of that change. That's why he can't see she's beautiful. That's been That's been the crux of the whole season is... Everything's changing in yeah. Dawson's life and he's freaking the fuck out. And he doesn't want it to. Really? That's, I mean, everything, okay, I, I agree with the premise of that, but is he freaking the fuck out? Yeah, he is. His parents are, like, like, you know, possibly getting a divorce. Like, he went through this whole, like, the whole, like, the first, the very first cold open of the show is, I have tits, and you have a big dick, or semi-average, hey, larger, above than average, average dick, larger yeah. than average dick, like things have changed. And he's like, no, like things don't have to change. This is the whole premise of season one is, things are changing, Dawson doesn't want things to change. He's been, taping his, he's been taping his dick down so it stays <laughs> the same size this entire, <laughs> this entire season. Uh, like uh, in Now and Then with Christina Ricci. I didn't see Now and Then. You never saw that with that? Nah, man. Ah, I thought it was pretty good. I'm sure it was good. Uh, she tapes her tits down. Oh, yeah. Because she's the first to uh, blossom. Getting them tugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I had a huge crush on Christina Ricci as a child. Circuit Casper. Oh, dude. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I still remember. Go- I-, I went to go see Casper with Vince. We walked to the movie theater that used to be next to Computer City. Yep. Wait, is that the, is that the smelly one? 
The theater or Computer City? Uh, uh, the theater. I, I had no business in Computer City at that time. <laughs> I don't remember. I really don't remember. But it was, it was like we went and saw Casper. Oh. Yeah, and I just remember being like, man, I love Christina Ricci. So Joey talking about her bullshit. <laughs> just talk, just talking some bullshit about her bullshit. And, uh, Dawson's like really, really sad. He's just like, oh. You're going to leave me. And she's like, everybody's going to leave you. We're all going to die someday, Dawson. Like, it's just real, real sad. Also, yeah. Also, stop being dicks to everybody. Making it, make it way easier for people to want to leave you. We're near showtime. Yeah. She uh, tells her to put Vaseline on her teeth. Yeah. It's an, makes, old, it's a, it's an old trick. It makes your teeth slippery. So you don't get that weird, when you're talking, you don't get, like, the weird, like, saliva string oh yeah like uh football coaches used to get in high school <laughs> when they're fucking yelling at you yeah no like yeah. <laughs> dude coach howell would look like it looked like he like blew somebody <laughs> like <laughs> like straight like straight hastily like had to like wipe his lips but so he got like the front part but just like just enough so that he could walk he could walk out and be like here's what's pissing me off about this I do like that when that he's when Jen's giving her the rundown of what's gonna happen. She's like, "No, so your teeth don't stick when you smile, or your lips don't stick to your teeth when you smile." Joey's like, "Wait a minute, I have to smile? The fuck? Ah, that is a chip. I dig it." Which is like why Dawson was like, "You you want to do the beauty pet contest? You you I mean, don't like the shit." Number one, you don't like the shit. Number two, ugh, ugly. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so we have the. Uh, Evening wear competition. Yes, the first round of the Miss Windjammer Festival. Festival. Uh, a lot uh, of a lot of '80s prom dresses, mm-hmm. and then uh, ooh, Joey comes out. Is this when they're playing uh, Goldfinger? Yeah. No, that's the next scene. That's, that's, the, talent scene? Oh, yeah, that's right, the talent yeah. portion. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wait on it. Wait for it. Yeah. Wait. There's some real like. Well, Joey's wearing like a crush velvet dress. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it, it looked like like uh, someone like grabbed some drapes. And we're like, us. Oh, it's like, uh, make these sexy drapes into a sexy dress. She looks great, though. She looks fucking great. Well, that's the whole point of this episode. <laughs> this, 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 this moment, because, like, <laughs> fucking Dawson. Dawson sees that she's, oh, she looks kind of pretty. Wait, I have to see it through the lens of a camera. <laughs> right. And, like, moves the camera guy out of the way and, like, let me let me get a let me get a view of this, and like this is the moment where Dawson realizes that uh, little pig Joey is pretty. Joey is beautiful, and then we see Pacey walk up creepily behind Jen and was like, "Now you know you've made a mistake." <laughs> yeah, he does it like with the with the tone of like. The reveal was gonna be like, this has all been part of my master plan. Yeah, like he's like the Phantom of the Opera behind her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I've been moving you all like chess pieces. Did you do your job a little too well? That kind of goes to your point when you said earlier when you were expressing your love of this episode that like Pacey's really uh great in this episode. He is very on point in all his observations, at least. Yeah, he's just he's just being pa- he's just doing a great Pacey right now. And he picks like the thing is is he picks a tone for each of his scenes that seems natural to him. Like, uh, like even though this is we like this would be weird normally. Like to have someone like creep behind Jen and just be like, huh? Like it, uh, it works here. Like P- 
Casey will uh, do that. Joshua Jackson is doing real good work in this episode. I don't think we give, uh, we tend to kind of shit on the, the two boys uh, a little bit. That's true. Uh, for their acting skills. And uh, I think uh, Joshua Jackson is doing a pretty good job in this episode. I think we've, um, given, I think we've given him a little credit. I've, uh, Dawson, pick it up so we can say something nice about you. Come on, B, get it together. Jesus. Yeah, so uh, Jen's like, I don't know what you're talking about. But clearly Jen does know what she's he's talking about. She's from New York. She knows what everybody's talking about. In the next scene, when we get to the talent portion of the show, little Superman, little Tony Hawk going on over here. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, like, absolutely. The song fucking blows. But hey, fuck you, man. I love it, this song. It's so connected to Tony Hawk, which is like one of those games that it's like, like really. Chris and I played a lot of fucking Tony Hawk one. Like, so there, did I, man. Tony Hawk Pro Skater one, I will say, like without hyperbole, is like a pivotal piece of. At the at the very least, our friendship. Our friendship, and I remember when I broke a million points <laughs> yeah. on on Tony Hawk one. Yeah, I called Chris. <laughs> I was like, I just broke a million on Tony Hawk one. <laughs> and I, and I, who am normally bad at receiving either gifts or news, reacted appropriately because that was fucking amazing. It was like he was trying to call, call to tell me he like won won an Oscar or some shit. I would have cared less. I would have cared less if it was an Oscar. I didn't know it was possible to break a million. We didn't know it was possible to break 100,000 until we saw Aaron do it. Oh, I remember when we first started playing, we would get like 5,000 points and be like, oh my god, I'm the best! We hit get and we thought we were fucking gods. But so like, yeah, this song is yeah. a shitty song, John. You can admit it's a shitty song. Nope, like but, it, don't care. Listen, you can recognize that a song is bad and still like it. I have right. a lot of those songs. Yeah, like, there's a lot of movies that I know are bad, and TV shows that I know are bad, but I like it. And this song is a bad song, but it's, like, tied to our childhood. And 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 specifically, Chris's and I's yeah. friendship. Yeah. This is, a, this is a meaningful song to us, for whatever reason. <laughs> and so some of the uh, talent portions of the Cape Side talent, uh, the Miss Windchamber pageant are uh, a little questionable. Well, one girl does a chair dance. Is a stripper in yeah, one of them? Yeah, shit, man. She does a chair dance, and it's that is not appropriate. Which, which, like, kind of like undercuts any ability for Pacey to go for broke because it's like this girl's stripping. What are you gonna do? That's gonna be crazy. So we see Pacey go come up to uh, Miss Leary here, mm-hmm. Mrs. Leary. I'm sorry, Mrs. Leary. And uh, watch your back, Mrs. Leary. Gail. She kind of tells him that uh, he doesn't have a chance. And he's like, that's not fair. There's some white privileged male shit. The minute he finds out that like life isn't fair for a white dude. Right. He's like, I'm going to blow this shit up. (laughs) He's like, yeah. Like, he's like, number one, he's genuinely taken aback. (laughs) Like, it's like, he's like, you know how like, dude, like a dude like this in 2017 would be so like fucking fake and credulous. Or just like, what? I don't have an equal chance to win as these people. Pacey's de- is generally like, what do you mean I can't win? I'm in the contest. Life's not fair, Pacey. So when we get to Joey's talent portion of the show, it turns out uh, in a talent, a piece of talent that's never been mentioned before and is never mentioned again, Joey sings. Uh, I think it's because she can't sing. No, firstly, I would like to thank uh, the nine-year-old boy who recorded the vocals for this song. Actually, I believe her singing. It sounds like auto-tuned Katie Holmes. No, because I looked it up, and uh, this is actually Katie Holmes singing. It it cycles through sounding like a lady, 
and like literally sounding like a kid in elementary school. This is ballsy as an actress who obviously can't sing. <laughs> to sing the entirety of a <laughs> Les Mis song. <laughs> to sing a song that is like very difficult to sing. Like you, this is a big, like you need like some lungs to sing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like ballsy. And she kind of fails at it. And I don't know, like, I don't even know why they chose the song. There's no, like, subtext that uh, applies to the show at all. Weird. But, uh, you know, this is kind of a famous scene now. She's literally staring at Dawson while she sings the song. Right. It, to, to the point where it's like, oh, no, she's not trying to be seductive. She has just picked one spot in the room so she doesn't shit herself while she's singing the Les Mis song in front of everybody. A for, A for effort. A for effort. She sings the whole fucking song. The fact that she's not that good at it kind of works for me. She makes some weird choices in that song also. I don't know. If you've seen Les Mis, you understand. It, ma- it makes sense in context. I've never seen it. it. Like, she like makes some choices while singing. I've never seen it. I don't dislike it. Never seen it either. It's your mom's favorite musical. Maybe you should see it. I don't need to learn anything else about my mom. <laughs> oh. Pacey is saying that... Uh, this is all bullshit, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do something about it. And Dawson does. Dawson is a sweet suit, by the way. It he's looks like not- a Mitch. It looks like it's from the Mitch collection. Yeah, it looks like he literally took Mitch's suit and just put it on. Right. Uh, was that the suit Mitch was wearing when he was yelling at Dawson for, tell- <laughs> for not telling him about Bob? <laughs> Pacey has decided to change his performance from magic to a dramatic interpretation. A dramatic. In- interpretation of William Wallace in the movie Braveheart. You know, Dawson really throws him a bone here too. And he starts, uh, he kind of starts off kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Like slow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, I really do like that. Dawson has been really supportive of Pacey in this episode and just been, just been a good friend to Pacey in this episode. Yeah. And, Um, uh, also, uh, baller move here. Uh, yeah, fuck these people. You should do this shit, Pacey. I also like it's just like it doesn't it doesn't really feel like he's doing anything that crazy to me. Girl did a strip tease. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I think that they want like the, wanted like the face paint to sell it, but like the only way it could be any crazier than the strip tease is if they included all the like anti-Semitic shit Mel Gibson said when he was drunk and got pulled over. Like at the end of it, the crowd loves it. They love him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, there's nothing more fucking rousing than uh, Mel Gibson in his prime <laughs> fucking uh, trying to rally the troops. Everybody loved Braveheart. John, did you like Braveheart? I enjoy Braveheart. Yeah, good see, movie. everybody loves Braveheart. It's a good movie. It's hard to watch now. It's, <laughs> like, the fact that there's a fucking movie coming out with uh, Will Ferrell and, um, what's his nuts, Tiny Guy, Mark Wahlberg, and, um, like, Mel Gibson is, like, one of the main dudes in it. I was like, one, he's like Mark Wahlberg's dad. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know. Mark Wahlberg almost killed a guy and yelled like racist epithet at him. Yeah, an Asian guy. <laughs> like, we're uh, Hollywood's a very forgiving place of racism. I guess so. Joey overhears Hannah talking about her and her family and how she lives in a trailer, which is not true. She doesn't live in a trailer, right? No, it's a house. No. Yeah, it's a house. Yeah. It's like it's from the Civil War, as you said in the pilot yeah. episode. Yeah, but it's not a trailer. No, they're just, it's a being, house. Sh- they're just being shitty. Yeah, and uh, that her sister has a baby with a black boyfriend. You know how, like, uh, when they talk about sex in the city, they're, uh, they're like, you know, uh, New York is uh, kind of a character in the show. I think the way people say black is a character in Dawson's <laughs> Creek. Yeah, she also hits the B real hard, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah it, it's the yeah. return of the B. 
Yeah. And hey, can that... I uh, can I interrupt for a second here? Yes. Uh, I'm on Mark Wahlberg's Wikipedia page. Um, at 15, civil action was filed against Wahlberg for his involvement in two separate incidents of throwing rocks and shouting racial epitaphs at African American children. The first incident was against two brothers and their sister. The second incident was against a group of children on a field trip. At 16, Wahlberg approached a middle-aged Vietnamese man named Tan Lam on the street and using a large wooden stick bashed him over the head until he was knocked unconscious while calling him a Vietnam fucking shit. That same day, Wahlberg also attacked a second Vietnamese man named uh, Johnny Trin, sucker punching him in the eye. According to the court documents recording these crimes, when Wahlberg was arrested later that night and returned to the scene of the first assault, he stated to police officers, you don't have to let me identify me. I'll tell you now that that's the motherfucker whose head I split open. Yeah, like, Mark Wahlberg's a piece of shit, but, you know, we all forgive him. I don't forgive him. I don't forget what Hollywood does. Welcome to uh, Talking Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) Before that, she says, I'm I'm surprised you haven't heard. She'll tell anybody about it, which is completely true. She's always bringing up her mom and shit to everybody and all her family problems to everybody. Fucking that cancer shade. That part is true. That part is true. But But like, that's like some old money shit too, where it's just like, you keep those family things private. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really rich horses are always saying that shit all horses are rich <laughs> it's the richest animal so then joey is upset and runs off and runs right into the arms of dawson and this is where i uh teared up a little bit when dawson's like listen oh, yeah. this is not about uh the contest or any of this bullshit this is i'm just like so proud of you and who you are and how much balls you have to do this and you are better than everybody here and you need to go out there and like just rock it it yeah. was really nice of Dawson. No, yeah. it's it is it is it is a speech that in uh, the two thousands and beyond would be given by uh, Joey's gay friend, and then she would meet uh, Dawson, who would just be kind of standing there afterwards. So uh, that gives Joey the strength to go out there and just be like, "Hey, fuck you all!" Yeah, suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like <it> was, <laughs> I, yeah, what are, what I are your feel- words of advice for pe- people's uh today's youth uh fuck all the bitches and fuck all the haters pretty much like it gets better just don't hate on on. Me. don't hate on me yeah and she like stares at hannah while saying it yeah and she says something about uh you know don't look down on somebody because where they're from because they could be your best friend and she looks at Dawson, and Dawson's like, "I'm her best friend. I'm from I'm from Cape Side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the good part of town. Yeah, not, not next to your uh, trailer. <laughs> I heard you have a trailer, Joey. Is that true? <laughs> no, Dawson, you fucking idiot. So we get to the point where uh, we uh, get to hear the winners, and uh, second runner up is Hannah. And Man, the prizes are super shitty for not winning. This she pageant. gets two tickets to the, the movie theater <laughs> on on a Tuesday or Thursday. It's like s- such a leap from like first second runner up, first runner up, and to the to the winner. Like five thousand dollars is a lot of money. Two tickets to the movie theater. I'm kind of disappointed that like Joey doesn't win. You knew she wasn't going to win, and come on, and the girl who won. The 35-year-old Roberta Klump. Yeah, no, her resume, man, fuck off. Take it. Take that five grand to uh, whatever shit splat village you go to for the Peace Corps. You earned it. And just think, Joey can pad her college resume, or college application with this story, you know? Yeah. She's like... She can staple the uh, gift certificate to the the salon she got. 
she's like, look, I don't, I'm not into this stuff, but like, I really want to go to college to the point where I entered this fucking pageant and did this noise. Yeah, but she won the real prize. Dawson's heart. <laughs> Talk about a fucking hey man, prize. Uh, I mean, a day, a, be- a day of beauty. Whew. Wow. So the next scene, uh, we got Dawson, Gail, and Joey on a dock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, nah, mom, it's okay. Joey's going to walk home in those heels. I thought he was going to be like, no, mom, we're just going to row home. <laughs> They're <laughs> already on the dock. Yeah. There's got to be a boat around there somewhere. There always is. <laughs> that 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 <laughs> boat that that Pacey just let go. Yeah, just came back. The snail boat. But uh, yes. that would be a good reoccurring trope <laughs> if like a boat just sh- showed up in every scene when they when one was necessary. Yeah. So we have this moment between uh, Dawson and Joey here, where like it seemed like a lot must have happened in the last like ten minutes between these two, because they went from not talking to each other to right. being like. Yeah, that's a bone. <laughs> I, I seen you on that stage. Let's get down. Yeah, and like yeah. the whole time, like you could see just how happy Joey is that like Dawson finally like can recognize that she's pretty. And I disagree. What? She's well, not happy about it. Like Dawson starts fucking talking. Like he's no, such a fucking. If well, keep going. Like when he's like he fucking says the words like. For the first time, you let you've left me speechless. Like, what's happening? And like, he's such a fucking tool. Uh, she, I, so, I, I would disagree that. that at the end. She's like, he's like, well, you've like changed all of a sudden. She's like, what the fuck are you like? This is just like makeup. You're like, I'm like the same person I've always been. Why can't you see that? Like, right. why, why aren't you into me? She, as she does say that, but she is happy because at the the very final scene is her smiling at the thought that Dawson loves her. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. That's right, later. but. You're making an argument that doesn't exist. Like, she right is happy. She also is smiling and taking his hand. And it's only after that, when he says um, that stuff, that she gets, like, mad. She is initially happy because she's smiling and takes his hand and they walk down. And it's when he, like, talks about, like, oh, you, fu- you like, blossomed tonight, where she was like, uh, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. But it's not because I don't think she's upset because of that. She's scared now. Now that she got what she wanted, she now is scared. Because she realizes that now everything does change between them, and she doesn't know how to handle it. And so now she's arguing that she's going to be the same person, even though everything is changing. So it's like, you can't have it, bo- you can't have it both ways. Everything's right, changing, the, or it's not. This is a little bit of, like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, so that's why I that's what my interpretation of why she is yelling at Dawson. Because this is everything she's ever wanted. And now that she gets it, she's scared. Yeah, I, I think she's mad. I think she's upset because he's like noticing her finally for all the wrong goddamn reasons. I think that's her excuse. But what it is, I think is that she's just scared of what that what this change means. I think it goes back to what was happening, what she's commenting on in the cold open where um, she says, oh, we're conditioned by media to be into girls who are like, you know, made up a certain way and all this kind of shit and like put off a certain appearance instead of like an instinctual kind of thing. And Dawson proves her right here because he says, he's like, you came out of your shell. You were like wearing a dress and you look all different and you're all, "Uh." it's like, dude, I'm the same person. And it took like this to make you notice this about me. Like, I'm not. I don't think she's any different. I think she's pissed that he thinks she is. 
But I think she is different. That's the, like, this is her changing and recognizing that she herself is beautiful and that she had never recognized that in herself before. And at this moment, she does recognize in herself that she is pretty. All right, I'll take that point only because Joey kind of finally realizes that she's pretty. I'll I'll move with that because that's good for Joey. And so, therefore, it's not just... Like, this was not just an evening of, like, everybody else recognizing Joey was pretty. It was Joey recognizing that was Joey is pretty, which does fundamentally change her. And that it gives you a certain amount of confidence. And he does talk about how, like, she has a confidence that she didn't have before. So Joey gets, you know, kind of, like, poo-poos Dawson and walks off. But And and Dawson's response of, like, but this is all new. We should like talk about it. It's like, God damn it, Dawson. I feel it's like you should for... talk about it. <laughs> this yeah, is but all... it's all new. It's all new to him. And he wants to talk about it. Which, yeah, which is why I kind of And all I he get... ever wants to do, he thinks he can fucking talk about it. It's going to make it better. He thought he could like talk about it with Jen. And that was going to change her mind about uh, needing a break from him. And after the whole, after the whole, uh, what was that motherfucker's name? That old guy? Um, Billy situation. Uh, that's why I like what Joey does here where, where he's about he's gonna go into his hey let's talk about this mode and uh, she just she gives him the Heisman yeah she's like been down the street before done all this shit I want to do this talking stuff again first off it becomes interminable when you really get talking uh, yeah. pace but I don't, it's not a conversation when I just have to tell you what you want to hear I can't remember the next episode but like everything in Dawson's Creek I'm never, I don't ever want to talk to you again. Following episode, let's all hang out and talk about it. Well, there's like in like in sitcoms and stuff, and most television shows, there's the natural state of grace, but where ostensibly everything is solved by the end of a show, by the end of an episode, and that's and is back to normal at the beginning of the next episode. But they skip half of that here. They just do whatever episode it ends. However, and well, that's then- more. It's a more of a sitcom thing. To have it wrapped up by the end of the episode. Dramas tend to leave things open to continue the serialized storyline. Right, but like it's sl- it's like it's sloppily done because they're like not supposed to be friends now. Well, they didn't say let's not be friends. This isn't a not be friends. This is just a uh, dramatic exit. Moment. Yeah, yeah. Right, this is like yeah, this fair. is classic Joey running away from her feelings and not wanting to talk about it. Uh next we have <laughs> Pacey and Hannah on the bench, and uh, they have a little moment and realize that, like, they're both the black sheeps of their family. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they don't show it, but, you know, Pacey fucks her. This is, like, this is where yeah, Pacey and that... I would differ a little bit. It's like, um... He gets the girl? No, it's, it's a... Uh, it, well, yeah, because I would just be like, I, I mean, I guess we kind of got shit in common. You're still rich. Fuck off. He knows how to talk to women now, you know? I mean, after, um... His tomorrow experience uh, talking to like a younger girl must be just oh my like, God. easy, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, like it, the Im- immense amount of confidence you have f- being fifteen and fucking a thirty-five year old <laughs> woman, you that, that's big dick confidence. No, oh, yeah, it's like it's like talking to it's like talking to someone's kid's sister anytime. It was like, hey, what's up? Yeah, it's like listen, I used to be on the verge of manhood. I'm a man now. Yeah, I'm atop the man mountain. So next we have a. Jen, Jen spies Dawson standing in front of his house, just staring off into the distance. Um, we hadn't, we hadn't done that in a minute, you know. It's about time. It's about time someone stared off. It's into been the distance about, again. it's been a while since there's been a wistful creek stare. And uh, this goes back to Pacey saying that 
you know, when somebody else wants that person, you all of a sudden want that person. And Jen's like, uh, you know, I know I, like, fucked with your head a lot in the last couple of weeks. Told you, like, I want to be friends with you. And then I want I want to be friends with you. And then I was like, I want to be friends. And, and you did that but, stupid shit on that fucking Ferris wheel. <laughs> like, uh, you know, but uh, how about we get back together? So what happened to Cliff? I mean, I get I get that he, like, is boring and stuff, but uh, is that just over? I think she never, she just doesn't connect with, like, every time anybody asks her about Dawson, it's always like, oh, we're on a hiatus, we're on a break. We're, like, I think, like, she needed some time to figure out how she felt, but she was never going to date Cliff. Nah, you're done, so. I think the minute Cliff took her on a date to Dawson's house, it was like, ah, fuck this guy. <laughs> it's like, she's like, I'm giving this one more date, <laughs> and then I'm yeah. bailing. Yeah. Are we so? Are we meant to believe that all the things that Dawson said on the Ferris wheel are kind of true? Then, yeah, eventually, eventually, like not at that moment, but no, yeah, like Jen reacts honestly on the Ferris wheel in the moment. It's like fucking, I don't want to talk to you at all, right? But it's more about like this evening that you set up rather than do I still have feelings for you? Yeah, probably, maybe, but not after like just at this moment, no. Yeah, but it's also, but this is a little bit of a, you know, maybe it's a little bit of like, I don't want you, but I don't want anybody else to have you. Hey, yeah. Hey, let's get back together where both of us want to be elsewhere. And like she said, like one of her fears was like Dawson recognizing that Joey was really, really pretty and that they have all this in common and all this history and leaving her and her kind of seeing this happen in real life. Like she's, her fears are coming uh, real and uh, maybe a little fire in her, but recognize. She was like, "I love you, Dawson," and Dawson's like, "Eh, you know that was that was me like six hours ago. <laughs> I was there too." And and like like I said, and you didn't hear it, but uh, I was just kind of trying to get back together with you as like kind of a hobby thing. Is that cool? But uh, you know, kind of it's not a good time. This must feel. So good for Dawson. <laughs> I get to do this shit now. No, he's not even thinking about it. He's not even thinking about it. Oh, he, oh when no, somebody rejects you and you get to reject them back, you it always feels great. Seatbacks. Seat yeah. Turnabout's fair play. Always fair as, in love and war. As the English will say. Uh, our, the last, very last scene we have here is Dawson kind of... What is it? Is he like lounging back in his bed or something? Joey's looking in the mirror. Yeah, and... Dawson's yeah, like they, in his room. They're having a shit. weird yeah. telekinetic moment. <laughs> yeah, like like yeah. they're both thinking about each other and both smile. <laughs> For some reason, they decide to have Joey sing again, like play this Joey song again. Uh, yeah, the, the psychic link thing is where it's like I'm touching your mind, titties. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they have this moment where they, they're both thinking about each other and uh, fade to black. They both smile and fade to black. I love this. I, I love this episode. Yeah, I uh, really liked it. Really, I love really like it. everywhere we go from here because it only gets like, we're finally in classic Dawson Creek. Season two, season three, season four. All fabulous. John? Fabulous. I don't like, I. Do you like it any better now that we've talked all the way through it? Uh, I don't like this. 
the pacing feels weird to me. Um, I don't like That's Pacey. No, Pacey's always cool. Um, Pacey feels except for the first six episodes or so. Sure. Uh, I don't like dot like I don't like Dawson's turn. Like I don't like how he has to figure out he's into Joey. the The beauty pat the beauty contest is like a awkward, like an awkward vehicle for this. It all works. It all works. All right. <laughs> it's all good. This is such a good episode. I mean, I I like I, get, ne- I, I like next week's episode. I get what you're saying about the the um beauty pageant being like sort of sort of a strange way to get into this, but uh, I actually I kind of like it's out of left fieldness. No, it, but it's so fun to have Pacey yeah. be in the contest too, yeah, and, and it, that and it gives Pacey something to do in this episode. That's not just like yeah, all the shit with Pacey is good. And but also, Joey in the beauty contest is dumb. It widens the world of the of the of Cape Side. Right. Yeah, and we get you know. We introduce this whole like there's like this upper crust of Cape Side, <laughs> um, and how like they all look down on Joey and I think Katie Holmes is doing great work through all of this. She's uh, she's really good specifically at looking at people at looking at people the exact right way uh, of looking at people who are looking at her like she's poor. Like it's a very specific feeling, and you have a very specific reaction to it. She's very good of acting without having to say anything. It conveys a lot in her looks. She really showcases it in this episode, and this is a turning point for Joey as a character that she finally sees herself as beautiful, and that's a really important moment for Joey. Like Joey's not like gives gives her confidence, and as we see as the seasons move on, Joey gains more and more confidence especially in the later season it it's, it's like does become a lot joey oriented in the college years i don't know how i feel about all this confident womanhood uh i guess the problem i have with this episode is very s- similar to the problem i had with last week's episode where so my issue my issue with last week was that we took it took an entire clumsy episode of dawson like sorting through his gen feelings and then finally at the end going oh i guess i like joey and then we seem to have forgotten all we've learned from the week before, and it's another whole episode of him like clumsily having to discover feelings and just doing it like it just takes forever and it's like it's it's awkward. And they could have I feel like they could have just built upon like if we were gonna wait for the last six minutes of last week's episode to establish the fact that Dawson is now viewing Joey differently, why did we have to ignore all of that and then spend another 35 minutes of episode building up to the back to the fact that oh yeah that remember that girl who you were like decided you were into last week because change just, change is not a linear line it's about making two steps forward and three steps back so like you don't just overnight just oh my whole world view changes because the whole crux of season I don't know, one man. i think that's pretty high school like no it's not. It's like people don't change. No, <laughs> everybody no, is the most obstinate motherfucker on the planet. Well, I mean, talking about like you're you're into some girl, right? That's like overnight, it's like oh shit, I'm into some girl because high school time is super compacted like that. Uh, no, I know plenty of guys who are in the same girl forever. Yeah, I get like I can think of five or six and the girl like right now. Yeah, I believe everybody has one girl in high school who was the girl. Sometimes two, there are sometimes two, maybe two, yeah, yeah, where it was like, 
I might, you know, yeah. I'm looking at other girls, but that girl, that's, that's the, the girl. That's the one. Everybody has a Winnie Cooper. Ugh. I hate you because you're right. <laughs> did that? Did that just hit? Did it hit you in a spot? <laughs> You know, John, maybe watch this episode uh, without taking notes. Maybe I'll change your mind. Maybe I'll do that when, we're, when we wrap up tonight. Yeah, because uh, um, I, man, I really thought you were going to love this episode and we're all going to go in being and, like, and then, just, and then just gush for a couple of <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really thought that was going to happen. No, I mean, I don't know if it's like because I'm watching them more critically now and because this episode is not one that I have an attachment to from my youth as much. Um, When we get to the next season... Get ready, listeners. I'm going to be a real obstinate motherfucker when it comes to, like, episodes that I like. Uh, I will be unyielding, and the other two Dawson dudes will not be able to convince me of anything, because... The thoroughly, man, mal- scene, the thoroughly malleable John the- you know will be no more. Well, we're going to run into, like, stuff where, like, because of the music, John's just going to be like, I used to love this, now I hate it. That was episode 12, the beauty contest. Uh, the Dawson dudes uh, kind of disagreed. Uh, John, you're wrong. But uh, join us next week for episode 13. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll have a lot of great opinions. Mostly great opinions. And maybe some exciting news. This is Brian. This is Chris. And this is John. We're the Dawson Dudes. Love anybody. We're out.